Respected ulama-i kiram, elders, brothers and sisters in Islam, there is no measuring tape, there is no yardstick, there is no scientific, mathematical formula or calculation that any one of us can utilize that will even do an iota of justice to measuring, calculating, contemplating, acknowledging, realizing the bounties and the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. وَسَخَّرَ لَكُمُ الشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ دَائِبَيْنَ وَسَخَّرَ لَكُمُ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ وَآتَاكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ مَا سَأَلْتُمُوهُ وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَظَلُومٌ كَفَّعَ Allah says, we subjugated the day and night for you. We subjugated the heavens and the earth for you. We gave you everything that you asked us for. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا and Allah goes on, if you have to count what it should have been, logically, ni'amallah, an'amillah, if you count the many, many, many favors of Allah. But Allah does not say, does not use the plural, singular, ni'matallah. If you have to count, ponder, reflect, contemplate, consider just one favor of Allah, la tuhsu, you will never ever be able to do justice. How many favors of Allah? Right now I am speaking to you. My thought processes you can't see. These are being converted into electrical impulses. They are traveling at the speed of 124 kilometers per hour to my tongue. The movement of my tongue also is not visible to you. With this movement, sound waves are being produced. If it were not for Allah's wind, I can talk from now till Qiyamah, you will hear nothing. These sound waves are carried on the shoulder of Allah's wind. In each of your ears, Allah has kept 100,000 receptors for sound. Call it 100,000 telephones. 
At the back of the ear are three bones. Hammer, stirrup, and anvil. These bones are a certain size and a certain angle with each other. When a newborn child is born, these three bones are there. As the child grows, everything in the body grows. The head grows, the hands grow, the feet grows, the lungs grow, the intestines grow, everything grows. But these three bones don't grow. Newborn child, 60-year-old man, they are exactly same size, same angle. Why? They need to be like that to carry out their function and task. And what is their function and task? To amplify the sound waves. Behind that is what we call the inner ear or the cochlea, a pool of liquid. In it is an object that looks like a harp, a musical instrument. It has 6,000 different strings. Each string vibrates to a different frequency of sound, enabling this human being to hear a variation of 6,000 different frequencies of sound. Behind this, there are 18,000 nerve cells. These sound waves are converted by these nerve cells into electrical impulses. They travel at the speed of 124 kilometers per hour to your brain, and you are able to comprehend and understand what I am saying. وَإِن Allah says, reflect just on one ni'mat, one bounty of Allah. How many bounties? How many favors of Allah? أَلَمْ تَرَوْا أَنَّ اللَّهَ سَخَّرَ لَكُمْ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَأَسْبَغَ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَهُ ظَاهِرَةً وَبَاطِنًا Look at the evocative manner in which Qur'an appeals to the intellect of man. Allah calls out, Alam taro, will you not see? Will you not understand? Will you not reflect? Will you not comprehend? Will you not ponder? How many places Allah calls out? Afala tasma'oon, afala tubsiroon, afala ta'qiloon, afala tu'minoon, afala yu'minoon, anna tu'fakoon. Allah indications of Allah's shafaqa, Allah's compassion, Allah's kindness. Allah is not in need of you and I. Ya abdi, ya ibadi, innakum lan tablughu dhurri fatadurruni wa lan tablughu naf'i fatanfa'uni. O my banda, O my slaves. Allah calls out, hadith qudsi Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Allah says, O my slaves, you will never be able to benefit me. You will never ever be able to harm me. Ya ibadi, law anna awwalakum wa akhirakum, wa insakum wa jinnakum, wa hayyakum wa mayyitakum, wa ratbakum wa yabisakum, wa dhakarakum wa unthakum, kanu ala atqa qalbi rajulin wahidin minkum, ma zada thalika fi mulki shay'a. Ya ibadi, law anna awwalakum wa akhirakum wa insakum wa jinnakum wa hayyakum wa mayyitakum wa ratbakum wa yabisakum wa dhakarakum wa unthakum kanu ala afjari qalbi rajulin wahidin minkum ma naqasa thalika min mulki shay'a Look at this. Allah enumerates 
different, different types. Ya ibadi, O my slaves, if the first and the last amongst you, every male, every female, every fresh, every withered, every green, every dry, every insan, every jinnat, current world population, seven billion. From Adam alayhi salam, right up till the last person to come before Qiyamah, every one of you, Allah says, if all of you have to worship me and worship me and worship me, inni akhshakum lillah wa atqaakum lahu, to what level? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, there is no one that fears Allah amongst you like I, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa have the khashiyat of Allah. There is no one amongst you that has the taqwa of Allah, has the consciousness of Allah, has the piety and connection with Allah that I, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, have. Allah says, if every one of you has to worship me, ala atqa qalbi rajulin wahidin minkum, all of you have to become like Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ma zada dhalika fi mulki shay'a, this will not increase my greatness one iota. And if all of you, every insan, every jinnat, every living, every dead, every fresh, every withered, every male, every female. All of you have to become fajid, become fasiq. All of you have to become like shaitan. shaitan. You have to pollute and blacken this entire earth with your disobedience of Allah. Allah says, this will not diminish my greatness, my kibriyai, my jalal, my azmat, not one bit. Ya ayyuhan nas, أنتم الفقراء إلى الله والله هو الغني الحميد. Look at the taqat, look at the power, look at the vehemence in which Allah calls out, Ya ayyuhan nas, O humanity. Who is in humanity? Rulers, tyrants, authorities, governments, politicians, whoever. Ya ayyuhan nas, whoever, wherever, whenever, however. Every one of you is a beggar before Allah. Every one of you is faqeer. Every one of you is zero. Every one of you is nothing. Allah before Allah. Wallahu huwal ghaniyyul hamid. Allah alone is ghani. Allah alone is independent of this entire creation. Hamid. The one that is truly worthy of praise is Allah. Allah is ghani. Allah doesn't need us yet. The kindness, compassion, shafaqa, mercy of Allah. Alam taro, will you not see? Anna allaha sakhara lakum. Ma fis samawat wa ma fil ard. Will you not comprehend? Will you not understand? Will you not realize the manner in which Allah has subjugated for you? Tasheer. Quran uses the word tasheer. In other words, put into your service. Sakhara lakum. Allah has put this into your service. Today human beings feel, mashallah, I am contributing. I am a great benefactor. I am a philanthropist. What is your contribution? Take one simple example. We are breathing in and out. This, this realization of the value of the respiratory system which Allah has blessed you and I with. Wake up call we all had, still we have. You'll see people on with masks. You'll see people worried about coronavirus, checking the statistics and the data every day. How many people are getting infected, etc. Inna Allah la 
Allah tells us it does not embarrass Allah. It's not below the dignity of Allah. That Allah will use even tiny, tiny makhluk, tiny, tiny creations to make you understand the greatness of Allah. Allah will show you His greatness in a mosquito. Virus, what's the size of a virus? Even a microscope, you cannot see a virus. Virus is such a tiny creation, it's not visible. Such a tiny creation, it is said that the coronavirus of the whole world put together will fit in one can. And yet, scientific knowledge brought to a standstill. Medical knowledge to a standstill. Economies to a standstill. Industries to a standstill. The way of life, our freedoms, what we took for granted, all that upended, turned around. What was this? A wake-up call. A reminder. Understand the qudrat of Allah. Understand the power of Allah. Allah doesn't need something big. Allah used something so tiny to wake us up to this reality. You were breathing in and out. How many years of your life passed? This ah, this sigh, this breath, which we took with absolute ease, what price tag did we put on it? Did we make the shukr of Allah? Were we grateful to Allah? People were running helter-skelter. First world countries looking for ventilation machines. Medical equipment unavailable. There were adverts going around, finding out looking for machines that will give oxygen 10%, 15%, 20%. If the oxygen output was even higher, then the price they were prepared to pay was even more. What is this? This is Allah's system. This is Allah's nadir. This is Allah's warner. This is Allah's reminder. You and I, we were breathing, we are breathing in and out. How many times? A human being subconsciously breathes in and out 20,000 times a day. If you don't believe me, one day take a tasbih and count. And don't just count, don't waste your time, rather make zikr. Each time say subhanallah. 20,000 times you are breathing in and out. I'm a great benefactor, I'm a philanthropist. What are you breathing in? You are breathing in oxygen, which is pure. What is your contribution? You breathe in oxygen which is pure and you breathe out carbon dioxide which is impure. You take in pure, you give out impure. This is insan's reality. Allah says we made this earth zalil. Zalula in this context, perhaps one wonders why the Quran uses the word zalul. What is dhillat in, in relation to insan's utilization of this earth? The earth gives you its best just now. Iftar time. How many different things were on our dastarkhan? Even the digestive system gets confused. Samosas, bajiyas, puri pattas. Then the cold ring on top of that. And then after that the curry, minsk curry, mutton curry. So many different types of food on one dastarkhan. Have we taken pause, reflected how many different creations of Allah were put into the service of humanity to produce that one dastarkhan? 
How many fruit? How many vegetation? Ecosystem? Animal system? How many balances? How many counterbalances? That milk which you are drinking, look at the way the Quran calls out, Nusqikum, Mimma fi butunihi, Mimbaini farthi wadam, Labanan khalisan, Sa'igal lisharibin. The cow, what does the cow consume? Grass. In that grass, inside the cow, not in its intestines, not in its blood, not in the various impurities contained in its system, not in what it consumes, is any trace of that milk. Yet Allah says, in between all this, min baini farthi wadam, labanan khalisan sa'igal nisharibin, we give you beautiful, fresh, clean, white milk. Imagine if Allah raised the intelligence level of that cow. You think he'll give you the milk for free? Allah suppressed the intelligence of that animal. Why? For the service of humanity. Ponder, reflect. Around us, everything is reminding us. Reminding us of the qudrat of Allah, of the favor of Allah, of the benefit of Allah, of the kindness of Allah. Somewhere an apple, somewhere a mango, somewhere an orange, somewhere a pineapple, somewhere sweet, somewhere slimy, somewhere salty, somewhere bitter. Quran calls out, Inna fi khalqi samawati wal ard, wa ikhtilafi layli wal nahar. Verily in the creation of the heavens and the earth, this earth the sky above us, did it just come into existence like that? The vastness of Allah's creation? Like the poet says, Unzuru ila shamsi wa shu'aiha wa ila samai wa artifa'i wa ila al-ardi wa tisa'iha wa ila al-bakhri wa amwajiha. Look! Look around you. Look at that sun. The sun is only one star. Surface temperature of the sun, 12,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Core of the sun, 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. One star. Every second in that sun, 14 billion tons of helium gas is converted into 12 billion tons of hydrogen gas. This conversion that is occurring every second causes energy to be given off. How much energy? Energy equivalent to 500 million atom bombs exploding at one time. Every second. Allah's one powerhouse, one powerhouse, yet we've never heard the sun needed a break, it needs some service, needs a vacation, the pipes have to be renewed. Allah's one powerhouse. Today, whole, whole industries and economies, elections are won and lost on what basis? On the capability of a government to meet the power requirements of its populace. They are even harnessing nuclear energy nowadays to produce power. Someone made a joke the other day, I'm not politically inclined, please not running anyone down. They said ANC another night in candlelight. Before it was unheard of, power outages, this has become a prominent issue. This is Allah's system, these are Allah's wake-up calls. 
Allah is reminding us, 1948, one arc of light came out from the sun. They call it a solar burst. One burst of energy. Scientists measured at that time how much of energy was contained in that one arc of light. They found there was sufficient energy to power the entire earth for the next 10 billion years. And the sun is only one star. Inna ja'alna ma'alal ard zinatan laha ninabluwakum ayyuhum ahsanu amala. Allah says, we have made this earth zinat. We have made it attractive. Not because Allah is in need of any of the systems of this world. Wallah, Allah doesn't need any industry, any commerce, any of the systems of this world. Allah says, we made it zinat and attractive in order to test you. Which is the direction this heart is going. Will you acknowledge the qudrat and the power of Allah? Or will your gaze get carried away by the creation itself? Will you attribute greatness and praise to Allah? Or will the gaze and qibla of this heart go towards the makhluk, the creation of Allah? Will this heart make sujood before Allah? Or will this heart be full with the ghayr of Allah? That is the test. لِنَبْلُوَهُمْ Allah is testing us. Allah is testing you. Allah is testing me. This world is Allah's examination room. Everything around us. Quran is telling us. Assigns. Observe. Ponder. Reflect. Coming back to that sun, one star. This is the energy of one star. It is said the circumference of that sun is 1,394,000 kilometers plus minus. 1.3 million earths will fit in the sun and the sun is only one star. This galaxy which we are living in, they call it the Milky Way. It's a conjunction of 17 galaxies, what they call a super galaxy. In it, this, like I said, the sun, sun, nine planets, 31 moons, 30,000 comets, meteors, asteroids. All this is one tiny, tiny, tiny part of the creation of Allah. This galaxy, Milky Way, the, what is the size of it? They say if you travel at the speed of light, light moves at the speed of 186,284 miles per second. 300,000 kilometers plus minus a second. Something moving at that stupendous speed in one year will cover a distance of 9.461 trillion kilometers. This galaxy, the Milky Way, one galaxy, they estimate is a distance of 100,000 light years. And they estimate there are another 2 trillion galaxies like this, in which there are so many stars. The sun is one star. Diameter 1,394,000 kilometers. In the same galaxy, there's one star. The diameter is 400 million kilometers. There's one star. The diameter is 1.4 billion kilometers. They estimate that in this one galaxy, there are 200 billion stars. They estimate there are more than 200 trillion galaxies. How many stars? How many stars? And this, the human intellect can never ever do justice to comprehending the vastness of Allah's creation. Allah's kibriyai, Allah's jalal. They estimate, these are fancy figures they give. Allah knows best the reality. They say there are seven sextillion stars. Fancy term. But if you simplify it, you take the figure seven 
add 23 zeros in front of it. That will give you an idea of the number of stars there. Megla, they say the grains of sand on the earth multiply 10 times. That is the number of stars in the, not Allah's universe, no. What we call Sama'ud Dunya, underneath the first heaven. Quran tells us, وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيْهَ وَحِفْضًا Stars are in Sama'ud Dunya, underneath the first heaven. And not just the whole thing. All these stars, they say, is actually the visible, observable universe. 3 to 5% of the actual universe. 95% is dark matter, dark energy. We cannot possibly even comprehend the vastness of Allah's creation. Stars, insects, animals, birds, vegetative system, animal kingdom. We do not know the number of the armies of Allah, different, different creations. Allah is Rabbul Alameen. Allah is Rabb of every alam. Everything around us is inviting us. Coming back to what I was saying earlier, I digress. That Dastar Khan, have we considered how many different creations of Allah were put into the service of this humanity for each fruit to grow? for the vegetation to come into existence. How many different balances and counterbalances have to be into play, have to be put into place? And what is insan's contribution? MashaAllah, you consume what is on the dastarkhan. Kulu minat You eat of the pure. You eat of the purest which Allah gave you. What do you give back? You take pure and you give back impure. Khairi ilal ibadi nazil. Allah says, the best from me, the best from me is coming to you and the worst from you comes back to Allah. Yet still, Allah does not shut off the door. Allah's ni'mats, Allah's bounties. Like I said, we are breathing in and out. One coronavirus came. Coronavirus, Allah protect us. Those that passed away, Allah give them the highest stages in Jannah. But take the lesson. Take the lesson. Each time you are breathing in and out, let that breath, let that sigh give you the sabak of La ilaha illallah. Inna lihada al khalqi khalik. There is a creator behind us. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of your life. Consider the respiratory system. Coming back to what I was saying, you breathe in oxygen. Every human being breathes in 8,000 liters of oxygen every day. Imagine if you had to pay for it. 8,000 liters of oxygen every day. How are you going to pay for it? World population, they estimate is 7 billion. Do the maths. 56 billion liters of oxygen is taken out of the atmosphere every day by this insan. Yet the level of oxygen remains 21%. If it went up to 23%, the number of accidental fires would increase 700 times. If it went up to 25%, besides the North Pole and the South Pole, everything in between would be burned to ashes. How is it it remains 21%? Come back to that verse of the Quran I recited earlier. Allah says, Alam taro anna allaha sakhara lakum ma fis samawati wa ma fil ard. Will you not reflect, understand, accept, acknowledge that Allah has put into your service 
everything in the heavens and everything in the earth. وَأَسْبَغَ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَهُ ظَاهِرَةً وَبَاطِنًا And the ni'mats and bounties of Allah are raining down on you. ظَاهِرَةً وَبَاطِنًا Some are apparent, some you are aware of. Perhaps 14 centuries ago, the true veracity of this verse would not have been appreciated. Just one example, this is Qur'an. Allah says, everything in the heavens, everything in the earth is working for you. You are breathing in and out. You are breathing in and out. You are taking oxygen out of the atmosphere. How does the level remain constant? It is said if the energy of the sun is divided into 200 million parts, one particular wavelength is crossing the ozone layer. When it crosses the ozone layer, what does it do? It strikes the leaf of the tree. The leaf of the tree is green in color. The sand is not green, the branch of the tree is not green, the water is not green. How does that leaf become green? Which dye factory does it have contact with? It needs to be green because inside that leaf is a complex chemical laboratory which is carrying out a function or task that if you are to replicate it, you will need a multi-million dollar chemical laboratory. What it is doing, the rays of the sun, certain frequency is striking, certain wavelength is striking that leaf. Inside that leaf is a factory which is producing oxygen to replace the oxygen that you took out of the atmosphere. So that the leaves are working for you, the sand is working for you, the ecosystem is working for you, the vegetative system is working for you, the animal kingdom is working for you. One verse of the Quran, just for you to breathe in and out, Allah says everything in the heavens and everything in the earth has been put into the service of insan. You are breathing in and out, sometimes qurbani time, take the trouble, look at the lung of a sheep, just a piece of flesh. Human lung, sheep lung looks very, very similar. There's a lung on the right-hand side, lung on the left-hand side. They say the lungs weigh about 1.3 kilo, kilograms. The right lung is slightly bigger than the left lung. 1.3 kilograms, a piece of flesh, but what is the reality? 300 to 500 million ASX. If the lung of one human being had to be opened up, it will form a distance of 2,400 kilometers. We are breathing in and out. 50 billion tubes are transporting 10,000 liters of blood every day to the lungs. Where did this intelligence, where did this knowledge come from? That in order to purify your blood, you need to give it a bath in oxygen. Did your father tell you? Did your grandfather tell you? Did that fool Darwin, 1809 to 1883, did he tell you? When they took Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam out of the equation, then this is the ludicrousness, this, this is the foolishness that humanity went to. So-called intelligent people looked at the complexity of Allah's creation and arrived at the conclusion that my grandfather was a monkey. One cell accidentally accidentally by chance random occurrence one cell split into two and then two into four random occurrences and insan came into existence we heard the verse of the quran tonight in tarawih allah says will you not observe those who have made their ilah their passions and their desires their khuda and their God has become their desires. 
Such foolish theories are taken by many to be fact. Why? Because the alternative cannot be accepted. What is the alternative? To make sujood before Allah. To accept the Quran that was revealed upon Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this month of Ramadan. When Allah introduces this month, what does Allah say? Shahru Ramadan. Shahru Ramadan. Alladhi unzila fihi al-Quran. This month of Ramadan. I'm digressing. If you look at this word Ramadan, it is said the names of the months of the Islamic calendar Muharram, Safar, Rabiul, Rabiul Awal, Rabiul Akhir, Jumad al Ula, Jumad al Akhir, Rajab, Shaaban, Ramadan, Shawwal, Zulqada, Zulhijjah. Ulama say these names of the other 11 months the Arabs gave. Ramadan, this name Allah gave. Shahru Ramadan, this word Ramadan comes from the root word Ramadha Yarmud which means to burn or to heat up. There's a hadith in Mishkat Sharif. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Salatul awabin hina tarmudul fisal. Salatul awabin, the famous one we know after Maghrib. In hadith terminology, this expression is also used for chash namaz. Salatul awabin, chash namaz. What is the time for it? Hina tarmudul fisal. When the hoof of the animal, this was a desert climate, as the sun rises, the ground becomes tepid, boiling hot. Tarmudul Fisal, when the hooves of the animal start boiling, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, that is the time for Chash Namaz. This word Ramadan comes from Ramada Yarmudu, which means to heat up. What is the significance? What is the link? One explanation ulama give. They say, naturally, when you are hungry, your digestive system, what happens? Heat builds up. It's a different matter that the South African concept of fasting is basically an early breakfast or a late lunch. And then too, before Ramadan, the freezers are stacked up to such an extent that even the idea of getting hungry is, is a non-entity. It doesn't happen. But so that the entire objective of fasting is lost. But in reality, when we feel that hunger, this is a purification process. What happens? Heat increases. The analogy is this, that from the first day of Ramadan in your digestive system, as you are hungry for Allah's sake and the heat is increasing, the 11 months of sins that you committed are put into this cauldron and they are burnt and burnt and burnt and burnt so that by the time the end of Ramadan comes, you are sinless. Another explanation ulama give, Ramadan, Ramadan Yarmud, to burn. They say if you want to destroy something, you can break it. Or you can tear it. What you break, what you tear, you can piece together again. The most conducive manner in which to destroy something so that no trace remains is to burn it to ashes. Ramadan, the month in which even the record of the sins of the Ummah of Muhammad وسلم, are burned to ashes. Ali radiallahu ta'ala used to say, Law arad Allah and you adhiba ummata Muhammad, ma'atahum Ramadan. If Allah wanted to punish the ummata Muhammad, Allah would not have given them this month of Ramadan. This is the month, this is Shahrul Rahma, Shahrul Tawba, Shahrul Inaba, Shahrul Ghufran, Shahrul Itqi min al Niran, Shahrul Dua. This is the month, this, this is, mashallah, this is a commercial community. 
We understand business terms. My respected brothers, like a businessman, you don't have to tell him December season is coming. He'll burn the midnight oil. He'll extend the trading hours. Why? Seasons of heightened, heightened commercial activity. We understand that. Like that in our Sharia, in our deen. Wallah, this month of Ramadan is a season. It's a season. Wepari, 11 months of the year Allah gave us for Ramadan is not for Wepari. Ramadan is to earn the mercy of Allah. Ramadan is to connect with Allah. Ramadan is to change the direction of our life. Ramadan is to is a wake-up call, is a reminder. This is such a man. Tuftahu fi awabul jannah. Tughlaqu fi awabun nar. Tughallu fihi shayateen. Allah opens the door of jannah. Allah locks up jahannam. Allah locks up the shayateen. The doors of Allah's mercy are open. Such a man. Such a month, Rasulullah said, Ataakum Ramadan, Shahru Baraka, Yakshakumullahu fi, Fayunzilul Rahma, Wayahutul Khataya, Wayasid Dua, Yandulullahu Ta'ala, Ilatana Fusikum fi, Fayubahi Bikum Malaikata, Farullah Ta'ala, Minan Fusikum fihi Khaira, Faina Shakiyam and Hurima fi Rahmatullahi Azawajal. But the Rewaid of Ubada bin Samit, Radiallahu An, even if we don't understand Arabic, Look at the excitement contained in the manner in which my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam conscientizes his ummah about Ramadan. Ataakum Ramadan, shahru baraka. Ramadan has come, the month of baraka, the month of blessings. Allah's mercy is raining down upon you. Allah accepts your duas. Allah wipes away your sins. So what must you do? said, Show Allah in this month how much you want His mercy. Show Allah. Finish yourself in this month. This is the time to finish ourselves. This is the time to earn. Allah is ready to give who is there to take from Allah. Coming back to this verse of the Quran, Shahru Ramadan. Shahru Ramadan, Allah says the month of Ramadan, logically what it should have been? Alladhi kutiba fihi siyam. The month in which we prescribe fasting, that was already mentioned. Yet specifically, what does Allah create the link of Ramadan with? Shahru Ramadan, alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. The month of Ramadan in which we reveal the Qur'an, not just Qur'an, not just Qur'an, every revealed book, whether it was Suhuf Ibrahim alayhi salam, whether it was the Zabur of Dawood alayhi salam, whether it was the Injil of Isa alayhi salam, whether it was the Torah of Musa alayhi salam, every revealed book was revealed in Ramadan. Shahru Ramadan, alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. This is the month which has a direct link with the Qur'an. We met one alim just last week. Our Jamaat was in Leicester. He said, go and tell the ummah, one chance in the year you have taraweeh salah. One month in the year, one month in the year, Allah is giving you this. Allah wants the ummah. Allah wants the ummah to stand and listen to the Quran. And yet, I'm not talking about this masjid, mashallah. To hear the taraweeh, Allah give the hufaz and the qurra and the ulama jazai khair. Allah reward them. That at least the Quran is being read in the manner it was supposed to be read. But normally, we put pressure on the Hufaz. What we want, Ya'lamun Ta'lamun Tarawi. You don't hear anything, just get the end of it. Ya'lamun Ta'lamun. As long as 
He says that sometimes the taraweeh in another masjid, which is 20 minutes away, is finishing 10 minutes earlier. We'll drive the 20 minutes to finish the taraweeh 10 minutes earlier. This has become the one chance in the year. Such a Quran, this ummah was given. Such a Quran. When Tabi'i says, I entered the Haram of Makkah, Usman radiallahu ta'ala was reading the Hajjud Salah. Ghaliban, it was the month of Ramadan. He said, I stood behind him. Usman started reading Quran. I had this just you, this curiosity was piqued within me. How much of Quran would he recite in his Tahajjud Salah? He says, Usman radiallahu ta'ala started Surah Fatiha. By the Qasam of Allah, he didn't go into Ruku until he reached Surah Nas. The entire Quran, the entire Quran in one rakat of Tarawih Salah, of, of Tahajjud Salah. And what would Osman radiallahu ta'ala say? Lo tahurat qulubukum. Lo tahurat qulubukum. Ma shabi'atum min kalam Allahi azza wa jal. If your hearts were pure. If your hearts were pure, you would never ever get tired of listening to Quran. Such a Quran this ummah was given. Even the hearts of kufr. One incident Mahi Sussab Rahmatullah mentions in his Hayatul Sahaba. Different reports of it. I'm just giving one variation of the riwayat. Walid bin Mughira, we're running out of time unfortunately. Just crux of it. Allah's Rasulullah gives him, he goes to Nabi Sallallahu on behalf of the Quraysh. To stop Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam from his dawah. All sorts of offers are made. Like I said, I'm cutting the incident short. Finally, Walid becomes frustrated. Whatever he's saying, Rasulullah sallallahu is keeping silent. Then, after reaching the end of his tether, nothing more he has is spent. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam addresses him. Hamim, tanzilum min ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Kitabun fussilat ayatuhu Qur'anan arabiyya Liqawmi ya'lamuna bashiran wa nadira Fa'arada akhtharuhum Fahum la yasma'oon Waqalu qulubuna fi akinnatim Mimma tad'oona ilay Wafi adhanina waqab Wamin baynina wabaynika hijab Fa'amal innana amilun Qul innama ana basharun Mithlukum yuha ilayya Annama Annama yuha ilayya Annama ilahukum ilahu wahid فاستقيموا إليه واستغفروا وويل للمشركين الذين لا يؤتون الزكاة وهم بالآخرة هم كافرون إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات لهم أجر غير ممنون قل أئنكم لتكفرون بالذي خلق الأرض في يومين وتجعلون له أندادا ذلك رب العالمين وجعل فيها رواسي من فوقها وبارك فيها وقدر فيها أقواتها في أربعة أيام سواء للسائلين Allah's Rasul recites of Quran. Understand, this is not a believer. These are, this is one of the Sanadid of Quraysh, one of the greatest enemies of Islam. They left no stone unturned to hurt and to maim the beloved of Allah. Allah's Rasul himself says what he received at the hands of these people. He says, 
أخفت في الله ما لم يخف أحد ولقد أتت علي ثلاثون من بين يوم وليلة ما لي ولبلال ما يأكله ذو كبد إلا ما يواري به ابت بلال أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said I suffered I suffered in the way of Allah more than any human being ever suffered I was made to fear more than any human being feared and they passed upon me and Sayyidina Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu 30 consecutive days, one month and there wasn't sufficient for both of us to eat besides what Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu could conceal underneath his armpits. That extent, the architects of this were the same people. Yet when Quran was presented in front of them, it comes in the riwayat, it's hard to translate or explain it. Walid became stupefied. He lost his senses. He started gasping. He started walking backwards. Such was the effect of Quran upon him. He cut himself off from the people for a few days. The others became concerned. Abu Jahl, they formed a delegation. Abu Jahl went to him. Walid, what happened? Hal Sabot. Have you abandoned the religion of your forefather? Have you become a follower of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? He says, to, he says to them, he says, you people are my kindred, you all are my family, you all are my lineage, you all are my close ones. There is no one amongst you who understands poetry better than me. No one amongst you who knows the language, who, who understands the science of sihr and black magic better than me. And I am telling you that what Muhammad sallallahu is reciting is none of these things. Inna fihi la halawa wa inna fihi la talawa وَإِنَّهُ لَمُثْمِرٌ أَسْفَلُهُ مُغْدِقٌ أَعْلَاهُ وَإِنَّهُ لَيَعْلُ وَلَا يُعْلَى عَلَيْهِ وَإِنَّهُ لَيَحْتِمُ مَا كَانَ تَحْتَ He says there is a charm to it. There is a beauty to it. Its upper part is gushing forth with bounty. Its lower part is full of fragrance. It will destroy anything that comes into conflict with it. And it will rise above everything else and nothing will be able to rise up against it. In his kufr, he makes tafsir of the verse of the Quran where Allah says, لَا يَأْتِيهِ الْبَاطِلِ مِن بَيْنِ يَدَيْهِ وَلَا مِن خَلْفِهِ تَنزِيلٌ مِّنْ حَكِيمٍ حَمِيدٍ أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنِ وَلَوْ كَانَ مِنْ عِنْدِ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ لَوَجَدُوا فِيهِ اخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا Such a Quran, such a Quran this ummah was given. And the day is coming, the day is coming, the plaintiff and the complainant in Allah's court will be Rahmatul Lil Alameen himself. It will be our Rasulullah himself. The Quran says, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُوْهَا He will say, oh my Rabb, my قوم, my people, my ummah, Quran does not say matruka. He will not say they left the Quran. Mahjura. They, they will have. Inna qawmi, my people, turn their backs on this Quran. Such a Quran this ummah was given. Mahilum musadduq. Musadduq. An arguer in your favor. One that will give testimony in your favor. مَنْ جَعَلَهُ أَمَامَهُ سَاقَهُ إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ وَمَنْ جَعَلَهُ خَلْفَهُ سَاقَهُ إِلَى النَّارِ My Nabi said, if this ummah will keep the Qur'an in front of them, this Qur'an will take them to Jannah. 
And if my ummah will turn their backs on this Quran, the same Quran will take them to Jahannam. One chance in the year. And very often I mentioned this few years ago, our Jamaat was in one town in South Africa. Outside the masjid, they had signposts, one arrow pointing this direction, parking for eight rakats tarawi. And one arrow pointing another direction, parking for 20 rakats tarawi. So that those who take the shortcut are not even inconvenienced in the parking. Fiqh ikhtilaf, I'm not going into that, leave to the scholars. But look at the loss. Alama Munziri rahimahullah in his At-Targhib wa Tarheeb he mentions the riwayat for each sajda for each sajda of taraweeh salah Allah will give you 1500 hasanat 20 rakats 40 sajda every night 60000 hasanat Allah is giving Imagine if our Imam Sahib had to announce that tomorrow, inshallah, this Houghton Masjid, whoever come for Taraweeh Salah, underneath the Musalla, there'll be 1,500 rams. Wallah, even that courtyard outside will be too small. Grandmother, grandfather, old, infirm, even the, those in the wheelchair will bring them also. Why 1,500 rand? We know the value of mal. We know the value of mal, we don't know the value of amal. For each sajda, of Taraweeh Salah, Allah will give you one palace in Jannah made out of red ruby. This palace will have 60,000 doors made out of gold. For each sajda in Taraweeh, outside Taraweeh of the month of Ramadan, Allah will give you one tree in Jannah. The fast horse rider will ride for 500 years and will not cross the shadow of that tree. Such a man. Such opportunity Allah is giving us. Shahu Ramadan, Alladhi unzila fihil Quran, the month of Ramadan in which the Quran was revealed. There is a link, there is a munasabat. This is the cry of our elders. They say, Aj Quran ek na ashnah pegham banchuki. They say, Today the Quran has become an irrelevant message to us. We've got time for everything else. Look at our youth today. Both ears are clogged. And the body is jiving. Jiving to haram music. Hours and hours. Walk into a Muslim home today. What's the first thing you see? Allah forgive us. That plasma screen. Now they've got curved screens. So many million pixels. Instrument of zina. Father, mother teenage children sitting together looking at zina taking place. Month of Ramadan, to some extent, illa mashallah. What happens? Some put a chadar and a cloak over that for Ramadan. And that too, the chadar is put with this intention that when the get out of jail free card comes, which in other words, the sighting of the hilal of Eid, then the chadar will be removed. And we'll revert back to what we were doing before. Look at the loss the ummah is sustaining. Two ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ma min abdin yadkhulul jannah illa wa yajlisu inda ra'sihi wa inda rijlayhi thintani min al-hooril al-ayn tughanniyanihi bi ahsani sawt ma samiya al-ins wal-jinn mithlaha wa fi riwayatin ukhra awha Allahu ta'ala ila shajarati al-jannah an ismai 
عبادي الذين شغلوا أنفسهم عن المعازف والقينات فتسمعهم بصوت ما سمع الإنس والجن مثلها أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Run out of time, which is going to take not very much more time. Allah reward you. These are Mubarak nights. Sitting in the masjid, sitting in this environment. They are our brothers in Atikaf also. Allah accept the Atikaf. Allah give them the tawfiq to spend the time correctly. So just a few minutes we are imploring upon your largesse. The other day I told somebody. I said the three rules of public speaking are stand up to be seen, speak up to be heard and shut up to be appreciated. Unfortunately, I'm still getting the third one right. My weakness, not able to present something in limited time. But coming back to this, my respected brothers. Two ahadith, Allah's Rasul says, at the head of that person, two hoors of Jannat. At the feet, two hoors of Jannat. Maidens of such beauty that the Quran does not get tired of describing them. I know there are masturat also present, so I'm not going into details, but suffice to say, Suffice to say, my respected brothers, that that woman of Iman who pleases Allah, Allah will give her 70,000 times more beauty than the Hurs of Jannah. Such a Jannah, two Hurs at the head, two Hurs at the feet. That today you need background also. Those that are into music, they know you need the right background, you need the right orchestra. The rest of Jannah will become the background, the orchestra, the Qusur, the Anhar. The rivers, the streams, the palaces, all that will be the background. They will form the background orchestra and these two hoors, two at the head, two at the feet, they will start singing. Allah's Rasul says such will be the beauty, such will be the melody, melody, such will be the ecstasy that no insan and or jinnad has ever heard anything like this. For who? For who? For that person who turned away from the haram music of this world. For that person who turned away from the haram music of this world. If nothing else, we do this Ramadan, my respected brothers. Take that shaitan box out of our homes. Take that shaitan box out of our homes. One alim saw Rasulullah in a dream. Allah's Rasul was full of grief and concern and worry. This alim, great alim. He said, Ya Rasulullah, oh my beloved, what is hurting you like this? My Nabi, with grief, concern on his face, he said, Mere ummat ke TV ke aerial mere jigar ko kaat rahe. The aerials of the satellite dishes of my ummat are cutting my liver open. What effect is there going to be in our salah? What effect is there going to be in our, our duas when the so-called sweet poison of behayai and shamelessness has clogged the blood vessels of the ummat? My respected brothers, what they say? Because nowadays, mashallah, it's 14th century, contemporary thinking. Islam is just to keep up with the times. They say music is food for the soul. That which Rasulullah sallallahu said, Al-ghina, al-ghina, yumbitun nifaqa fil qalb, kama yumbitul ma'uz zara. He said, like how? Like how water causes crops to grow. Like how water causes crops to go, can call Kansulena. Listen with the ears of Iman. The seven heavens, seven earths can come to an end. Not one word of lie. Pass through the Mubarak lips of Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My Nabi, my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, like water causes crops to grow. Listening to the haram music of this world will cause nifaq and hypocrisy to grow in your heart. Today there's no maza in Quran. Why? There is no maza in the talks of deen. Why? 
There is no maza and ecstasy in taking Allah's name. Why? You can go to the cardiologist. He'll use his machines. He'll do an ECG for you. He'll tell you so many arteries are blocked or you need a bypass or you need a stent. All the arteries are clear. You have a healthy heart. But there is no cardiologist that possesses any machine that is going to be able to measure that the arteries of your heart are clogged with looking at the daughters of others, listening to haram, clogged with the love of dunya. That the cardiologist may tell you, your heart is very healthy, but Allah protect us in the eyes of Allah and His Rasul that heart is a dead heart. The revival of the heart, this is Ramadan. I'm taking 10 minutes more. The famous hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the eve of Ramadan, as a Sheikh Muhammad Zakaria sahab rahmatullahi in his Fazaili Ramadan, he begins his kitab with this particular hadith. My respected brothers, this is the cry of our elders. The cry of our elders. Establish the halqa of ta'aleem in your homes. Qala Allah, qala Rasul sallallahu bring it into your homes. Today in the name of science and technology and techno gadgets, such such instruments, we don't like to talk about it, have entered the homes of the ummah. Husband and wife are sharing one bed, husband is making zina with someone, wife is making zina with someone. Zulmat and darkness has entered the homes. Kufr has entered. We are given a panacea, a solution. How many lives have changed through the barakat of this ta'aleem? My respected brothers, please, this is a humble appeal. Say, inshallah, every one of us in our homes will establish the halqa of ta'aleem. Bring the nuraniyat of qala Allah, qala Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Those children, those masoom children, they are our earning. Nevertheless, this hadith, he begins his fadail Ramadan with this hadith. In the latter part of that hadith, my Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa exhorted his ummah. He said, وَاسْتَكْثِرُوا فِيهِ مِنْ أَرْبَعِ خِصَالِ خَسْلَتَيْنِ تُرْدُونَ بِهِمَا رَبَّكُمْ وَخَسْلَتَيْنِ لَا غِنَا بِكُمْ عَنْهُمَا أَمَّا الْخَسْلَتَانِ اللَّتَانِ تُرْدُونَ بِهِمَا رَبَّكُمْ فَشَهَادَتَا لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَتَسْتَغْفِرُونَهُ وَأَمَّا الْخَسْلَتَانِ اللَّتَانِ لَا غِنَا بِكُمْ عَنْهُمَا فَتَسْأَلُونَ اللَّهَ الْجَنَّةِ وَتَعَوَّذُونَ بِهِ مِنَ النَّارِ He said, O oh my ummah, in this month of Ramadan, increase four things. Two things you will please Allah. Two things, my ummah, you cannot do without. Of the four things, one, on that few minutes I'm going to take and then I'm going to terminate. The harm that we are causing ourselves when we have abandoned the effort of deen, when this muzakara of la ilaha illallah, the dawat of la ilaha illallah, the dhikr of la ilaha illallah, the call of la ilaha illallah, when it left the ummah. He said, increase four things in this month. Two things you will please Allah. The first of these things, he said, shahadat of la ilaha illallah. Not just to make zikr, the da'wah of la ilaha. Speak about Allah. Speak about Allah's greatness. One kar guzari I want to give. Personal experience. Few years ago, my jamaat was in Transvaal. It was also Ramadan. Late one night, we entered the Markaz, Baitul Nur. As I entered, there was one Arab brother. He rushed forward. Mulana Katani, how are you? He started, he started embracing me, greeting with love. You recognize me? 
This is why our elders are saying, go in umumi jamaats. Go in umumi jamaats. Go in umumi jamaats. Experience the true ukhuwat and brotherhood of Islam. Wallah, my own blood brother would not greet me with such muhabbat like this person greets me. And actually, my weakness, I didn't really recognize who it was. But I took a guess. I said, you are so and so. A rheumatologist, a doctor who had joined us, our jamaat in Jordan in 95 for 10 days. They were actually Syrians. They were doing a specialist degree in America, returning that time in Syria. Even now, Allah have mercy on our brothers and sisters there. Condition was untenable for them to do the work, so they stopped in Jordan to spend time in Tabligh and then they were going back. So this doctor's tashkil was made with our South African Jamaat. He was a rheumatologist. Spent 10 days with us, yet such love, such muhabbat, my own brother doesn't show love like that. This is the barakat of when the ummah will do the work of Rasulullah sallallahu That love, that muhabbat, that unity Allah will give to If it is done correctly. Nevertheless, I asked him, I said, what happened from that time? So he says, no, I migrated now. I live in Qatar. The next morning, after Fajr, it was his bayan in Baitul Nur Markaz. And this brother was not an orator by any stretch of the imagination. He used to speak with luknat. In fact, he was like stuttering and speaking. And the bayan after Fajr, especially in Ramadan, short nights, tarawih, then ibadat, and then sehri. So you could like force somebody to sit in the Fajr bayan. And even those that are sitting is like bainan nomi wal yaqza. Half asleep, half awake. Musibat nowadays when the man is sleeping in the bayan, you ask by why are you sleeping? He says, Sakina is coming down. Allah says, Sakina causes Iman to increase. One of our elders, he says, the road to Hidayat, the road to your heart is four things. What you see, what you speak, what you hear, and what you think. When you sleep, you close all four roads, and then you say, Sakina is coming down. He says, that's not Sakina. But like I said, no orator, not somebody like me who shouts. Speaking simple. Yet, wallah, not one person was sleeping in that bayan. It was almost as if the hair on the body was standing. He said, I migrated to Qatar, Muslim country, 98% Muslims. The hospital which I took employment what? even though I'm a rheumatologist, the rule of that hospital was first you had to serve one year in the casualty department before you could serve in whatever field you specialize in. So he says the casualty department, mortality rate will be very high. I had heard this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Man kana akhiru kalamihi la ilaha illallah dakhala al-janna wa fi riwayatin harramahullahu ala al-nar. That person whose last words are La ilaha illallah will definitely enter Jannah. One rewaid Rasulullah said, Allah will make Jahannam haram on him. So he said, I had heard this hadith, Arab obviously. And he said, this justaju, this curiosity was piqued within me. I'm working in the casualty department. Many people will die in front of me. And they are Muslims. It's a Muslim country. I wanted to see how many will recite Kalima when they pass away. He says, I worked one year in that department. 
And in that one-year period, 100 Muslims passed away in front of me. Then he asked the majma, how many percent do you think passed away reciting kalimah? 20, 30, 50, 60, 70, 80? He says, not one. Not one. He says, I began having sleepless nights that, Ya Allah, what has happened to the woman? Ya Allah, what is the condition? He says, few days remained in my tenor. One or two days remained and one accident victim was brought, brought in and before he passed away, he read, La ilaha illallah. He says, from that day, every day I ask myself this question, that the direction that you are taking, the effort that you are making, what you have prioritized, what you have made your ambitions and your goals, is it conducive to you being that one who will recite kalima? Or is it conducive towards you being in the other 99? La yazalu la ilaha illallah. La yazalu la ilaha illallah. Tanfa'u man qalaha. Wa tadfa'u anhumul adhaba wa niqma. Ma lam yustakhaffa bihaqqiha. My Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La ilaha illallah will continue benefiting this ummah. Will remove azab and calamities and hardships and difficulties from this ummah. Such is the taqat of this kalima. مَا لَمْ يُسْتَخَفَّ بِحَقِّهَا Until they do not make a mockery of la ilaha Until they do not consider this kalima light. Until my ummah fails to discharge the haqq of la ilaha illallah. Sahaba asked, مَلْ إِسْتِغْفَاءَ Ya Rasulullah, what does it mean that the ummah will not fulfill the haqq of this kalima? He said, يَذْهَرُ فِيهِمُ الْعَمَلُ بِمَعَاسِ اللَّهِ فَلَا يُنْكَرْ وَلَا يُغَيَّرْ When Allah's disobedience when Allah's nafarmani, when the desecration of Allah's shariat and Allah's deen becomes apparent and rife in every direction, and the reciter of La ilaha illallah sits back and does nothing about it, it means that he has made a mockery of La ilaha My respected brothers, this call, this call to take our time and go out in the path of Allah, this call to bring within ourselves the cry and concern of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This call to give this dawat of la ilaha illallah. This call, this call, this nida, this plea of our elders to free some time, some time. How long is it going to be this relentless rat race behind the dunya? How long is it going to be in every direction Jahannam is burning? 95% of the believing ummah is away from the masjid. The rest of humanity, 80% of humanity, if they die now, are going to Jahannam forever and ever. Whose cry is this? Whose call is this? Whose concern is this? Whose worry is this? Bring the day and night of Muhammad Islam in front of us. Bring his Ramadan in front of us. Bring his cry in front of us. Janazah of a Jew is being carried in Medina Munawara. My Nabi Salaam is crying. Sahaba say, Alaysat Yahudiyan. Ya Rasulullah, is it not a Jew? What does he say? He says, Alaysat Nafsun Tafallatat Minni. Is it not another human being that I have lost? Is it not another ummati of mine that is going to Jahannam forever and ever? Where is this cry today? Where is this concern today? Where is this worry today? Ramadan is for this. 
It's a wake-up call. Shahru Ramadan, alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an, the month of Ramadan, in which the Qur'an was revealed. Then what does Allah say? Hudan lil-nas, this Qur'an is hidayat. Hidayat lil-nas for humanity. Allama Zamakshari, rahimullah, great mufassir. He says the Qur'an does not have a name, but if it had a name, it would be this verse. Hada, hada, balaghun lil-nas. This Qur'an is tabligh for humanity. And who is going to do it? Whose responsibility is it? Ya ayyuhal rasul, ballig ma unzila ilayka min rabbik. Muballig awwal was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But 23 years, 8,156 days of nubuwat. The barakat of the khatmi nubuwat of janabi rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This mantle of conveying the message of the Qur'an, the dard of the Qur'an, the pain of the Qur'an, the cry of the Qur'an, the day of the Qur'an, the night of the Qur'an, the day and night of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Khalika kainat, Allah praises this ummah. Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat linnas. You the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the best of every ummah. Why? You were taken out for humanity. You were taken out, selected, chosen, Chosen to make our day the day of Muhammad our night the night of Muhammad our fikr and cry that of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Taking much of your time, I'm not going to take any more time. You're not, you're not going to ask for people to give names also. This, this is a Mubarak month. These are moments of acceptance. This time, these last 10 days of Ramadan, Aisha radiallahu anha, our mother describes the conduct of our noble master sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What does she describe? She says, The back of my Nabi would not touch the bed during the last, last 10 days of Ramadan, last 10 nights of Ramadan. He would wake up his family members. He would exert himself. He would, he would make atikaf. He would be in the masjid. Those that are in sunnat atikaf, Allah accept as we said. My respected brothers, those of us that are not in sunnat atikaf, we are making this humble appeal. Another Ramadan, live or not, whether we're going to see it or not, that only Allah knows. Now is the time. Now is the time. Whatever little remains of this Mubarak month, maximize the potential of it by spending time in the masjid. Ideally, spend time out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Link and attach yourself. Inshallah, the khair, what you can achieve now, you cannot achieve the rest of the year. The khair and barakat of this, inshallah, will permeate for the rest of the year. So all of us make this niyat, inshallah, at least few days, whatever little remains, few days, few days, those masurat that are listening to, they should send their men out also. Sit at home, what are you going to do? Bye. Give them a break also. How much samosas and bajjas are you going to eat? Let them make ibadat also. Go in the, and there won't be any shortage. You'll eat more in the path of Allah than you eat at home also. So all of us will try, inshallah. Allah give us tawfiq. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin, Allahumma laka alhamdu kullu alka shukru. Wa laka al-mulku kullu, biyadika al-khayr, ala niyatu wa sallu. Allahumma la nuhsi thanaan alayk, anta kama athnita ala nafsik. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammad, kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim, innaka hamidun majid. اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله
اللهم إنا ندعوك الله وندعوك الرحمن وندعوك البر الرحيم وندعوك بأسمائك الحسنى كلها ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم أن تغفر لنا وارحمنا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم إن ذنوبنا قد عظمت وجلت عن الصفة ولكنها صغيرة في جنب عفوك فاعف عنا وارحمنا يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم اغفر لنا ولجميع أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة حقه عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز سيئات أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم أصلح أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهد أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهد الإنس والجان اللهم افتح أبواب الهداية اللهم أخرج الناس من الظلمات إلى النور وجنبهم الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما يا منس كل وحيد يا صاحب كل فريد يا قريبا غير بعيد يا شاهدا غير غائب يا غالبا غير مغلوب يا حي يا قيوم يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا نور السماوات والأرض يا زين السماوات والأرض يا عماد السماوات والأرض يا بديع السماوات والأرض يا سند من لا سند له يا ذخر من لا ذخر له يا حرز الضعفاء يا كنز الفقراء يا إلهنا وخالقنا ورازقنا اللهم إنا نسألك رضاك والجنة اللهم إنا نسألك الفردوس الأعلى وما قرب إليها من الأقوال والأعمال ونعوذ بك من سخطك ونعوذ بك من عقابك ونعوذ بك من عذاب جهنم ومن قرب إليها من الأقوال اللهم أعتق رقابنا ورقاب والدينا وأمهاتنا وأزواجنا وأولادنا وجميع قاربنا وجميع أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم من النار بقدرتك اللهم اجعلنا من عتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من عتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا من عتقاء شهر رمضان اللهم اجعلنا ممن صام الشهر واستكمل الأجر وأدرك ليلة القدر وفاز بالثواب والأجر اللهم اجعلنا ممن صام رمضان إيمانا واحتسابا فغفر له ما تقدم اللهم اجعل اجتماعنا هذا اجتماع مرحوما واجعل تفرقنا من بعده تفرقا معصوما ولا تجعل فينا ولا منا ولا معنا شقي ولا محروما برحمتك ومنك وفضلك وكرمك يا اكرم الاكرمين وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا ومطاعنا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين الحمد لله